Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, what's up, y'all? Just so you know, uh, this episode, for whatever reason, the audio is messed up for like the first 18 minutes. My mic just sounds like I'm far away or, you know, I'm underwater or or I got my face buried in a butt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know what the, what the issue was or what happened, but just letting you guys know. But it's a great episode still, of course, as always, always lead to. All right. <laughs> Enjoy. Well, David, so happy birthday Oh, shit! To you. <laughs> Can I tell you something? I rarely get jump scared. That shit sounded like a gunshot. And that shit brought me to a very dark place. <laughs> you stupid.
<laughs> Son of a bitch. Happy birthday, dog. Okay. I've had that thing for so long, and I never had a chance, opportunity to use it, and I thought, oh. I almost shat myself. <laughs> that was way louder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I had no idea really how loud. For some reason, I thought that was a little container of alcohol, <laughs> and it was not. <laughs> Well, hey, man, I hope you feel better after that. I hope I scared the sick out of you. I got food poisoning. <laughs> and yeah. he knew this ahead of time. And he still chose <laughs> to do it anyways. I just, I was saving that for you, bro. Well, how do you feel? What the fuck did you eat? Why did you get sick? I don't fucking know, man. Like, I was feeling perfectly fine. I thought I had COVID again. Yeah, but, I was like, oh, God. And then I was like, okay, did the test stuff. But then I was like, wait. My stomach only hurts, and I have a fever from the stomach ache. So uh, I'm like, oh, this is food poisoning. You're just weak and like... Yeah, just no energy. I had a fever for like four or five hours. Mm. But then again, the thing that did me in, I did a fucking six mile hike with a stomach ache, empty stomach, no food. Your body was just depleted. Yeah, and then I, after I slept about like six hours, then yeah. the fever went away. So I was like, oh, I think it's just food mm. poisoning and I should have hiked. But either way, I feel good. I'm here. You scared the fucking spirit out of me, <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> well, um... I have some treats for you. You, you do this. not have treats. I do have treats. No, it's not <laughs> treats. <laughs> I know you're sick. I was like, you told me you had food poisoning, so I'm like, I don't, I don't know what food to bring him, and I know you didn't want to drink alcohol. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna sip on this Guinness from the last couple episodes we did, but, um, so I have, of course, ginger ale because wow. you're sick. Thank you. And it's my favorite, the zero sugar one. And Oh, yes. And because, you know, you're watching your weight. Yes. And also. And I've gained it all back this month. So this Thai medicine is what my. No. <laughs> I fucking hate Asian medicine with everything I fucking have. Why? <laughs> God damn that shirt again. <laughs> it's for your birthday, dude. <laughs> Happy birthday, David. I keep forgetting to make a shirt of you. <laughs> God, I have to know. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you guys don't know, Asian medicine is the worst. It always tastes the worst. I don't know if it fucking works. There's this thing. If you're Korean out there, it's just a um, uh, medicine called Maishin. Maishin. And it looks, I used to call it Tokitongyak, which means rabbit shit medicine. Tokitongyak. Yeah. And it's literally these little balls of herbs. Oh, oh, it's how do you have that too? These little tiny balls and you just, you pluck them in your mouth. And it tastes Terrible. I, it's an interesting taste for sure. It yeah, tastes yeah. like dirt and sin. It's, it's so bad. It's kind of like, ah, it's, it's so hard to describe. There's nothing else to describe it but death. <laughs> and so every time I get a stomach ache, right? So when I was a kid, I remember I would get stomach aches and I wouldn't tell my mom and I would just <laughs> deal with the pain because I didn't want to take that fucking medicine. It was so bad. Well, you should try some flying rabbit, dog. Flying rabbit from Thailand. It looks like a bottle of cum. <laughs> it's, 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 it's very cummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good for flatulence, upset stomach, abdominal pain, diarrhea. And I'm also year of the rabbit. Well, you're going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> you should try it. You should try it. You should try it. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you feel good. Um, and luckily for <laughs> you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting sweats right now. <laughs> so, so um, no, this is good for you because I'll tell you what. First of all, my mom would keep a bottle of this in the fridge for years, not knowing that thing shits expire. Bro. Oh, for real? And I would always take a sip whenever I was feeling like, like my tummy hurt. Luckily for you, this one doesn't expire until December 1st, 2023. So it's, it's a good batch. How much do I have to take of that? A little spoon. 
What does this mean? Just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Medicine who's go gonna, down. Who's going to clean this shit up? <laughs> Robin Cow does. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Robin, it's his birthday. Fine. You going to try it for real? Yeah. Right, smell, smell it first. It smells good. It actually smells, it smells like kind of herby, uh, minty. Okay, this doesn't smell like something you should eat. It smells like something you should put on like a burn. First of all, <laughs> this is the biggest fucking spoon. You don't have to do This it. is a soup spoon, you jackass. <laughs> you don't have to do it. You said just a spoonful. It's the size of the mic. <laughs> oh, dude, you're going to feel so much better after this, dog. And if you don't, blame my mom. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Why is it the same color of the spoon? It just blends. <laughs> oh, how fun. Oh. Oh, you're going to love it. Oh, you're going to feel so... You're going to be like, oh, man, I feel great. This is some Thai shit. So after this, you're going to go home. You're going to put a ping pong in your pussy and shoot it across the room. <laughs> <laughs> that is not good. You don't like it? It tastes like melted plastic. Flying rabbit. Crap cum crap. <laughs> oh, it has a weird aftertaste. Does it? Let me take some for funsies. I just... It tastes like melted plastic. Ooh, I love it. Hey, my stomach feels pretty good, though. It, it's gonna... Has to I think it kind of coats. It's gonna coat and warm it up a little bit. Oh. <laughs> the aftertaste is, is fun. <laughs> kind of uh, malorty. <laughs> oh. Well, hey, happy birthday. What the fuck do you bring me? I bought you a salad, you jackass. <laughs> it's from um, Sweet Green. Oh, I love Sweet Green. Thank you, Robin Couch, for the kombucha. Great for my stomach. I love it. Uh, Sweet Green, I, I got something of yours. I think it's a crispy rice bowl, I believe. Wow, dude. And I, and I ordered it, and I said, hey, he's Asian. And I went like this. <laughs> It's good to see you. I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. I like, know, man, because you had a fucking baby! Oh, I know, that's right. <laughs> this fool got two kids, dude. I tell you what, it's, uh... Crazy, huh? It's crazy. It's... Look, okay, the fact that... <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> the fact that she's parents are in town uh, is, is very, very, very helpful. Oh, um, those lovely people. They're here, like, kind of doing all the, like, cleaning and, like, cooking while we kind of manage the babies. It's actually giving me a chance to get some work done. Oof. I can leave the house and film a little bit. I want to get an episode of When Foodie Calls done while they're here, you know, because I completely forgot how rough that first, like, like, the first month is a little rough, but that first week or two, oh. All right. Can you explain that to me? Because obviously I'm not a parent. Yeah. I need to know what that feels like. I'll tell you this, okay? So as I told you on a previous episode, Veda was a smaller baby, right? So um, she was five pounds, 13 ounces. So- Chia wouldn't feed her, I know. <laughs> she was a small pregnant girl as it was, right? So um, when a smaller baby is born, you have to wake it up every two to three hours to feed it, right? Mm -hmm. Even if it's sleeping, you gotta wake it up. Um, and also, Newborns, when they're first born, um, 
you have to keep track of their poops and their pees to because there's no way to measure how much breast milk they're actually ingesting. So you have to f- make sure they're peeing and pooping to show that they're actually swallowing breast milk and getting it into their system. Oh my God. Yeah, so you have to like, there's apps and shit where you count. Oh, baby had two pees today, this is good. Baby had two poops on the second day, this is good. Like you're keeping track of their poops, okay? So, um, and even if you don't have a smaller baby, uh, a lot of newborns or like majority of newborns once they leave the hospital, will lose weight. So you have to wake them up for feedings every two to three hours until, and keep feeding them until they're back to their hospital birth weight, okay? To make sure that they're growing and not just losing weight. So babies just don't know to eat? You gotta fucking tell them to eat? Pretty much. What the hell? I mean, like, yeah, they're fucking, like, hungry, but they just kind of crying. Oh, unless you had them, like, attached to your tit. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, look, nine months of their existence they're just like getting food through a tube in their stomach yeah yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying so you have to wake up every two three hours uh to wake up this baby and feed it and um and okay quest my son whew, my son uh that's trippy it is trippy that's I mean, weird it took me a while to get used to saying my daughter uh, yeah quest my son q is what we call him he uh it was seven pounds an ounce when he was born mm. so bigger than beta but still, you know, we need to feed them and shit. And, um, and oh, man, changing a, a penis diaper now. Different, huh? Totally different. So I thought, you know, an, uh, easier, I think, to be honest. Because, you know, when I would change Veda's diapers and I'm like, oh, I got to be careful, like, to wipe, you know, uh, front to back to make sure you know, I don't get any poopy in the coochie and all that. Um, I thought wiping the poops off of like uh, a penis would be difficult because of the foreskin and shit, but it just kind of stops at the balls. The balls are a good fucking like, it's like a little dam that blocks all the poop from getting up to the dick It's area. like the border from South Korea and North Korea, the DMZ. The DMZ. Like, no, got yeah. it. Yeah, 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 like long, long lines when you're trying to get your driver's license, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I was like, oh shit, okay, not nearly as messy as I thought it was gonna be. Um, and. Uh, but it's just you know it's we're we're, we're sleepy you know what I'm saying how do like, you feel though I mean I feel <coughs> I know that question of oh how do you feel being a you know a dad of a first kid but I feel like even when they have a second kid it feels different it is different it's a little crazy you know okay so yeah it's like it's exciting right but also a lot of the uncertainty is gone you know what I'm saying a lot of the shock is gone and initially when you have that first one it's like oh my God, is it, is it going to die? Is it, are we okay? Are we good? For the second one, you're kind of like, you're chilling. Like, I know. He's all right. Mm-mm. And you're not even... Not freaking out as much. You're not freaking out as much. You're like, oh, he's good, right? And for the first one, you know, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to just hold Veda all the time. Of course, we had no choice. So it was always either me or Chia holding her. Mm-hmm. Um, now that Chia's grandparents or Chia's parents are here helping with, with Q... Um, you just I, throw that motherfucker down. I don't necessarily feel like I need to be holding him because a part of me is like, okay, I got my little skin on skin time because you know what that is? It's where they suckle the breast of the man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Like they'll place the baby on the mom and then also on the dad, like skin shirtless so that like they, it says it forms like a natural like bond or some shit, mm-hmm. right? But now I'll let, when, when she's parents just are holding Q, 
for hours or whatever, I'm like, he's just gonna forget everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna forget all this shit. Yeah. I'm not worried about it, you know? So it's a little more relaxed. But you're prepared now. Yeah. Going mm, into it. A little you know more mental clarity. A lot more mental clarity. It's kinda like, does, okay. Does Veda have like jealousy issues yet? Dude, I tell you this. She took to it so well. You know, that was one of my biggest fears, right? Mm is Veda being jealous and like being moody because we're having to hold Q and feed him and like not give her the attention that she wants. But bro, I tell you this, from the beginning, from the very first like five minutes of when we brought him home, Veda like walked over and we got some tips from this like specialist who was like, what you should do is don't come in making a big commotion about like, hey, here's the new baby. They're like, you're, you, mom and dad, you've been gone for a couple of days in the hospital. Come in, first greet your first child like it's nothing. So we came in, we're like, hey, Vader. I, I literally walked in, I put the baby down, and his little um, uh, uh, <laughs> car seat, <laughs> <laughs> tossed him on the couch. <laughs> All right, act like this baby isn't here. <laughs> hey, Vader. I put him in the closet. Yeah. Um, put him in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I placed him down in the car seat. I went to talk to Veda. We're like, hey, mama, what's up? How are you? And then Veda made her way over to the car seat herself and was like, baby? Opened it up and was like, baby. And so was immediately wanting to hold it, like wanting to hold him. Wasn't like weird about it. She was like, she was like, and, and then when, when we took him away to feed and shit, she started crying because she wanted to hold the baby. Mm. So now what she, and she's like, she maybe expressed a tiny bit of jealousy, like um, Chia was holding the baby, I was next to Chia, Veda, and she's never done this before, sat in between me and Chia and took both of our arms and was holding them like mm. that. But since that moment, she hasn't done shit like that. Like she's very, um, here, here's what cracks me up, dog. So she gets these random moments where she really wants to hold the baby. So oh, that's so interesting. Like, these little kids have maternal instincts. How weird is that it's shit? It's a trip. How I was fucking not weird. That. From my fucking baby girl who I was given nothing but all my attention to, like, who I fucking princessed yeah. her her whole two years of life, for her to automatically be like, I just want to hold this baby. How fucking weird. Dog, so she walks over, she'll walk over, if she sees someone, like, feeding the baby, and she'll go, and she sits on the couch, she puts her arms out, she goes, hold it, <laughs> hold it. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay. So we'll prop up a little like pillow and blanket under her arms and then we'll lay Q in her oh. arms and she'll like sit there and she'll like, you know, poke his nose, she'll kiss his forehead and shit. And then she'll be sitting there and she'll go, all done. And then she waits for us to take the take the baby away and she goes in place. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. I just wanna I was just picturing the baby coming in and Veda looks at the her little brother and just goes like this. <laughs> the fuck you well, I tell you what she does sometimes she does it super light but she'll go <laughs> with a little fist like when she does that go away she just go does, does a little one on his stomach but, she, but she even knows how to be gentle yeah she does. which is so trippy we'll say nice 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 and she goes and she does it real oh. nice. yeah man so that was definitely a huge relief for me cause I was just worried about Veda you know well you know I wonder too what's gonna happen because every parent says There's no meat in this shit? The fuck? There is meat in there. So it'd be like chicken or some shit in there. Oh, okay, yeah, there is. Okay, oh. carry on. <laughs> You're yellow my birthday. <laughs> but um I always wonder too, for you, because every parent says this, right? Yeah. Only in front of other people. I don't have favorite kids. Mm. Every parent has a favorite kid. <laughs> my my brother was a favorite. hundred percent. I I there was not even like 
I've even asked my parents, "Is like you liked you like my brother more than me when we were younger, right?" She goes, "Of course, like you were a disaster." And I'm like, oh, well, "Hold on, take a breath before you say that shit." <laughs> the fuck? Hesitate for two seconds at least. <laughs> I know. It's like they don't even wait. My mom was like, "Oh yeah, of course." I was like, "You don't have to say of course." Duh. <laughs> She's like, "Don't be like I was dumb." She's like, "Yeah, of course." I was like, "You know, you could just say like, you know, take a breath." <laughs> but I saw this on my podcast where literally I remember this moment where my um. My brother and my dad got into this huge fight, mm -hmm. right? And they were like going at it. it. Was because this girl that he was dating, and it just was fucking terrible. <laughs> and my dad and my brother started screaming at each other. And my brother said to my dad, "I was like, I don't want you to call me your son anymore, and don't uh, don't call me your son anymore, and you're not my father anymore." Oh, he told me that. he started crying. And he started crying mm -hmm. and shit. Mm -hmm. I did the same thing, and my dad just kicked me out. <laughs> yeah. So I just remember that moment. I'm like, oh, you hate me. <laughs> you and I we're not. We don't have the same level of love. <laughs> because he was the firstborn. Mm. So he sees everything in that firstborn child. Mm. <laughs> and you could even see even our kids' albums, right? right. My, my brother's childhood <laughs> album is like this thick. Mine's <laughs> this thin. Okay, look, not going to lie. I'm trying to be conscious of that as well. Because, mm. you know, first pregnancy, dog, we did all these fucking YouTube videos. How do we feel? Six months of pregnancy. Let's play all these games to guess the gender. Like, um, updates and shit, right? With Q, we forgot to vlog a lot of the pregnancy, you know what I'm saying? Because it was kind of like, we've and, already done all this. But I also feel this too. You also have another kid. You just have so much more to handle. I know. So like the idea of adding another vlog camera into this is fucking hard. Because mm -hmm. before it's like, okay, one kid. But now it's like, okay, I got to make sure Veda knows she's loved. I got to take care of Veda. Got to do, you know what I mean? Like adding the vlog aspect of that is fucking hard, you know? My vlogs are literally a month late. Like every vlog I put up is from like a month ago's footage. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because it's just like... I don't have time right now, you no. know? So, I'm figuring it out, but, you know, I want to make sure a little Q gets the love and attention he deserves. And, yeah, you know, like, I mean, as a parent, I, you know, I've never had to deal with the experience of having multiple, this is my first time having two babies, you know? And I will never tell Q that he's not the favorite. Oh, um, I will. I'll let him know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, you know, of course, made his favorite. But. <laughs> like you, come here for a second. Daddy don't love you as much. But yeah, it's it's a trip. It's a trip. I, I've now that I because you know, like I said, I always kind of felt like it was gonna be a boy, right? Mm -hmm. So now that I'm beginning to really let it process, I'm like, oh, this could be cool, right? Because I, I mentally I thought, oh, I'm gonna have a bunch of girls, and then when I started thinking like, oh, okay, shit, it might be a boy. You know, like I said initially, I, I don't know why. Little, I, I don't know why I felt like it was a boy too. But remember in the beginning, I was like, I feel like it's a boy. I, I don't was, know why. Yeah, man. Like you know, like I said, you know, I was talking to the belly one day, and I was like, yo, and I was like, oh, baby girl, this and that, and then something just didn't feel right. He's like, I don't identify. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I ain't no bitch, dad. <laughs> so, and now that I'm really had a chance to process, I'm like, okay, man, he's really gonna be running around like a little, a little me, fucking. A little mini Tim, like that could be fun, you mm -hmm. know? So I'm really just beginning to process and grasp everything. And uh, it's a trip, dude. I wonder, like, it's all curiosity for me because, like, what you're going to instill into your son versus your daughter, right? Mm. It's just so damn fucking different. Well, the obvious shit, of course, like, baby girl, you are, your body's a temple. Your body is special. Be careful of who you these, let inside you it. Let, you let fuck with your temple because these men are trash. And then my boy Q. 
You better get out there and slay them little pussies, boy. <laughs> you better get inside the temple and fuck shit up. <laughs> you better fuck them temples up like Jesus when he saw that they were gambling in them motherfuckers. Flip the <laughs> ah, sexism. <laughs> Devil's standards, baby. Uh, nah, you know, um, I guess, of course... Being that I have a daughter, it's like I I I don't ever want to make her feel like um, I'm treating them differently in that way. Mm-hmm. But I do want to also, you know, and this is just thinking about the future, make sure that she's aware that um, the world is going to have its double standards. 100%. Like my little boy is going to be able to talk about all these different girls he's messing with mm-hmm. compared to my little girl if she does that, it's going to have a different reaction. You mm-hmm. feel me? Um, so it's a lot of conversations that we're going to have eventually. Mm-hmm. For now. They're just little babies. They're just little babies. Absorb it in while you can. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a trip. It's a trip and it goes by fast. And um, and uh, yeah. And uh, and I don't want to talk about this too much because we're still going to do a whole birth video. But how do you like <laughs> that little clip of Chia's birth that I sent you? <laughs> you know, before we throw this to a break, can I just say something? There are certain things I just never need to see. <laughs> and let's just say this. Tia can get whatever she wants from me for the rest of her life. <laughs> Hearing that woman scream literally put me into shock. I have never, ever heard her scream in that much pain in my life. Neither I've seen her uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Hearing her scream like that made me, I was like, Whatever you need. <laughs> what you want for fucking... I'm going to be trying to make these fucking cinnamon buns for it. The, cinnamon buns are fucking hard, by the way. Cinnamon, cinnamon buns. buns. <laughs> All right? <laughs> cinnamon buns are fucking hard. <laughs> that shit traumatized me. And we're going to talk about it right after this break. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with Hero Bread. Okay. Hero Bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor. You can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. By the way, I saw that video while I was driving, and I'm going to reenact what happened. I see this text. I click the thing. I'm like, what is this? Click. And this is this is me, literally. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I started screaming with her. Crazy. Okay, to give you guys a little background, and don't forget, um, I'm a, we're, me and Chia will be dropping a whole... Story with clips. You got to hear it from her perspective because yeah, that's crazy. You definitely need to. But to, to summarize, Chia is team epidural. She has been saying from the beginning, give me that fucking epidural as soon as you can. All right. She had epidural with Veda. You know, she was moaning and groaning until she was around. I don't know. Uh, they gave her the epidural when she was around five or six centimeters dilated. After that, she was chilling. She's like, I'm great. Let's do this. She's eating jello, fucking relaxed. <laughs> Keep up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Just, mmm. I'm the boy, baby. But for the second one, dog, and they'll tell you, the second baby comes a lot faster, right? And uh, pause. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and, and long story short, there was no time for an epidural, okay, oh. which was not part of the plan at all. Which I didn't even know until she explained it to me. Yeah, and uh, so she did a natural birth, which is the last thing she wanted to do. But I'll tell you this, she fucking beast-moded that shit. Uh, it happened so fast, but the, the cries that she let out, the screams. Was blood curling. <laughs> yeah, like, the sh- let me tell you something. You know that stuff you guys see like in movies of yes. these women giving birth without epidurals and like they're like out in, I don't know, like in a car accident and they had to give a birth. Those screams are very accurate. It was like the movies. Yes. It was crazy. It is very accurate. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. Um, You grow up watching movies and you think this is Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But when I was there. That shit was accurate. And the videos that I saw in high school of childbirth, that was an epidural scream. Mm. Like, oh, no, mm. this was, ah, I, I fucking, I was like, stop killing her. <laughs> I, I felt so bad. <laughs> I felt terrible. And here's what's funny. Um, 
as I said, we'll go in, in, more into detail about this in me and Chia's video, but luckily our um our our birth doula was there to help. Oh. She was great. She helped Chia focus on that shit. She's been through these a million times. Mind you, I've I've only been through this once, but I've never been through a natural birth, right? So there's a moment where um doula's like, doula's like, Chia, look in my eyes. You got this, right? Knows exactly what to say to help Chia focus. So I'm kind of like in the corner, <laughs> not in the corner, but I'm off to the side, have no clue what to say or do like this. You're good, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Rub her knee. You, 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 you can do this. <laughs> she turns around. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it was it was crazy. But um, she did it. I was so proud. I think I would pass out. I think I would faint. It was a. Uh, Armadula obligata will not let me in there. <laughs> She's like, you need to leave. You are not helping. <laughs> it was it was a lot, man. It was definitely uh, way more of a stressful situation than than with Veda, um, to the point where it was so strenuous even for me being in there right like with veda when the baby was born i was more um just kind of like processing like oh shit i ha i have a child now with this one um i actually got a little teary because it was like oh my god well because the child is killing her <laughs> I, was, I was just crying because i was glad she was alive yeah. <laughs> that baby was killing her man <laughs> dude you know there's videos and it's always like these hippie-ass white girls <laughs> with the dreadlocks giving river births. Have oh, you seen that shit? In the river? So it's like natural. Actually, no, David, you're supposed to say locks now. No more dreadlocks. Uh, I refuse. So <laughs> <laughs> Dreads sound so cool, though. I know, but it's a whole thing. It's oh, a whole, for real? It's a whole thing about, like, historically, they were called dreadlocks because it was, like, white people dreaded the way they look. So it's like they're trying to get the dread out of it and just call them locks instead. I feel like they just be making shit up now, huh? Hey, whether it's true or not, we're calling them locks now. Hey, E-40 don't say it like that, though. Jesus Christ had locks, so shake them. <laughs> no, see? <laughs> Jesus Christ had dread. <laughs> you got to change this whole song, so I apologize. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ had locks, so shake them. Oh, that's uh, terrible. But you were saying. You're saying, white girl giving birth in a river. I've never seen river births. No. So if you guys go on YouTube, just look up river birth, and it's going to be a girl all locked up <laughs> mm -hmm. going into a river and giving fucking birth in a river, squatting. And they said this is the most natural way to do it because gravity or whatever, whatnot. But hearing what she went through, why? Get the epidural. I mean, obviously the most natural way to do something yeah, what the fuck? Most natural way for me to take a shit is to take my pants off in the middle of a fucking bush. Yeah. It's go to the fucking grass and bend no, over it. It's better. Take a shit on your lawn. No. <laughs> Keep this in natural. Dog, I was, and you know, obviously, I think like when it comes to medical things, you don't have to censor things on YouTube because it's for informational right, stuff. Right, right, right. And I just was, I was shook. I was so shook. Yeah. I could not believe what I was witnessing. Oh, you saw, you watched the whole thing? <laughs> I was, I was screaming. <laughs> it's the same reason why you can um, go on YouTube and watch people doing like naked yoga. Because it's like supposed to be like, you I know, did not know this and guess what I'm doing tonight. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, no, I've definitely jerked off to it a time. <laughs> I saw this one random video that popped up. On, I forgot what I was looking up. I forgot, either way, something popped up where it was like somebody was getting their butthole waxed and it was on YouTube. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. How is this on YouTube? If it's any type of educational, medic, med, dis, med, medical, anything, that shit is Unblurred and uncensored and good to go. It's like that on TikTok. I've seen, uh, like, on my feet, it's always breastfeeding videos. Ah, yes. And there's always, like, a nice tit there. 
There's some pretty and, sweet ones. And then I just cover the baby up with my thumb on the video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I just see a titty. I'm like, this is this is nice. It's pretty cool. Isn't it weird? It's it's for some reason it's hotter to find like nudity on YouTube because it's not supposed to be there. Yeah, it's because it's forbidden. Yeah. It's naughty. It's forbidden. He's forbidden. He's not supposed to be there. And when that baby is in there, it changes into something else. So I have to block the baby. I'm like, <laughs> the baby can't be in here because now it's just it's just a mother breastfeeding. I ever tell you about the time I told the story on No Chaser, but the time Chia caught me, <laughs> she caught me jerking off because I um I didn't hear the baby crying because I, I had I had muted the baby monitor because this is I was, when you were in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. that is literally the funniest thing ever, dude. <laughs> you are a degenerate. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> oh, dude, let me tell you. I'm glad we brought this up, dog. Because okay, so mind you, like I said, <laughs> God damn. Like I said, um, hey, that medicine really worked though. I told you. That's just trippy as fuck. Do My symptoms aren't at all. See? If you guys go into a Thai store, it's called um, it's called uh, Flying Rabbit, and there's a, a white flying rabbit, a rabbit with wings on the uh, on the bottle. Like, I legit just marked this salad. And you feel great. Yeah, I feel good. Wow, look at that. And maybe it's the uh, kombuchas that the lovely Robin Couch brought us this morning. Wow. Anything for you, too. Thank you. Robin Couch also opened this up with their asterisks for me. Yeah, for, for, for your birthday. It's pretty sweet. I'm trying to get her to make millions on OnlyFans. No, just for you, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's the best. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, so, right. Chia's parents have been in town, right? Um, and Chia it just had a baby. So, I am so I have nowhere to jack off right so <laughs> okay, this is not the story <laughs> that I thought this was going into right so, now you're just you're just so nervous in your own home <laughs> oh I get to relax hey Tim god <laughs> damn it yeah, yeah. stuffing it back in yeah dog so I you know I, I'm a I'm a usually like a every other day two three day max go without busting a nut okay so I think I was like a week Deep. It was after we got back from the hospital. We'd been in the hospital for like three days. Um, and we're tired. And sometimes I would just forget. So I'm like, I'm like a week and some change. No nut. And so I told you, you know, as you know, sometimes I can lucid dream, right? We've had this conversation. And, Pretty um, crazy. And the amazing times, every so often, I'm able to lucid dream a fucking sex dream, right? So one night, I went to bed. And I'm like, oh, it'd be sweet if I had a sex dream tonight. Because I'm so fucking horned up and I didn't have time. And it was, <laughs> yeah, I, I never heard that before. Yeah. I never used to say I'm horned up. Oh, oh that's a mean thing. <laughs> I was like, what you say right now? So I'm horned up, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horned up and I'm like, but I'm tired also. So I'm like, I knocked the fuck out. So I ended up having this crazy dream where like, I forget what led up to it, but the fucking world like imploded and shit. Like, and it almost looked like a cartoon where the world exploded and I was floating. I saw my legs floating in space and this like shrapnel and debris of the earth was like floating around me, right? So when that happens for me and my dreams get to a point where I know it's not real is when I can switch. Oh, you're so lucky. So I'm floating in the universe and I'm like, oh shit. I'm dreaming right now, lit, right? So immediately it was tight because I'm still floating in the universe, but now I'm like, woman, come give me head. <laughs> like this, fucking a girl comes give me head. A girl comes like bounces on my penis, right? And, um, and it gets tricky because when I know I'm dreaming, there's always the heightened possibility of me waking up, yeah. right? So I have to stay focused. 
And there were so many times it was crazy because I could feel myself waking up, but then I would dream. I literally could like feel myself like, you know, when you're like smashing and you, your penis like flops out. Mm -hmm. I was doing that in the dream because I was like, no, stay in it. And I would like feel myself like adjust myself and like insert myself back into something. Right. And so I finally was able to end up something was bouncing on me. I don't even remember what she looked like, but she was bouncing on me and I, I, I nutted in my sleep. And um, it was a huge one, bro. Like, fucking huge nut. Like, I felt everything. Oh! <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then I woke up. And just to make sure, just to make sure, I was like, check, fucking nutted all over my PJs. It was crazy. Dog, you are a very virile man. <laughs> They need to do a, a study on you. You know why? Because I nutted in my PJs. Riding through the PJ. PJ, peanut butter and jelly. Don't be jelly of my life. It's my life. It's now or never. That's a Bon Jovi song. Jovi, Jovi, Jovi. Because I'm so happy that I nutted in my pants. Whoa. Cover my legs that helped me walk into the river of life. Drown me. Drown me. Natural birth. <laughs> natural birth. Natural death. Death. I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't see you. Asian, pull my eyes back. <laughs> Asian hate on these streets. Stop, please. <laughs> Donald Trump, Trump in the cards of decks of life. I play with the hands I am dealt with. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> It's the, it's the whoa that always gets me. Whoa. People watch the last episode, they're like, you guys got to do this every... Someone was, like, someone was like, I would sit through a two and a half hours podcast of you guys just doing that. I don't know why it makes me laugh so much, dude. I love it. I think it also just makes me laugh because there's actually a literal spoken word I've heard like this. And I've been forced to sit through like half an hour of it. Oh, shit. But we're joking. I am. You know? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, um, I'm glad you're feeling better, dog. Oh, I, that shit's fucking crazy. It's just like the other medicine that I hate so much, but it works. What, what, are, what kind of, uh, what are the Korean, what's, what's some weird Korean um, traditions? Um, I know of this. <laughs> have you heard of fan death? You've told me about fan death. Yeah, yeah then we have fan death, which is really the weirdest thing that we have. There's, also, there's some other weird shit. So, like, Korea, the original religion, I believe, in Korea was actually shamanism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, like, ancestral spirits, like, they'll have shamans who, like, will talk to your ancestors in the past. They'll take over your body and they'll speak. Um, I know Hmong people still believe in, like, traditional Hmong uh, families. They still believe Hmong in— Hmong Hmong? Hmong. 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 H-M-O-N-G. Shout out to my mom, people. Sacramento, <laughs> Minnesota. You know what's up. But, <laughs> and Minneapolis. Oh, Minneapolis. A lot of a lot mom people. A lot of them out there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, one of my friends uh, from high school named Down, uh, his family still believed in shamanism. He would always tell me these like shamanism stories. Hmm. And it would, I would fucking hate it because I would, couldn't go to sleep after. Because he would always tell me this. spirits and shit. Yeah. So he would tell me this one story where uh, he would lay in bed. And one time his dead grandmother came to visit him. Mm. And she sat on his chest and just stared at him. Oh, God. Bro. 
I, I was fucking shook. I'm like, don't tell me these things, man, because my imagination just runs with me. Mm-hmm. And I guess like we have something called Kawi, which is like a scissor lock, um, uh, sleep paralysis. Okay. And I guess in shamanism, what he was explaining is that's like usually a dead spirit that's sitting on your chest. What the fuck? Yeah. And it would freak me the fuck out. I and- will. Sorry, I was going to cut to a break. We're going right. to talk about spirits and shit. And we'll be right back. Dude. All right, go ahead. So, you know, growing up in a very religious household, we would used to we used to go on these like um, retreats. Mm-hmm. And I remember this one time where there was a guy who was sleeping next to us in the cabin. And, you know, we're all in the same room. All the guys are sleeping in the same cabin. And this guy, oh, I forgot who it was at the church, but he woke up in the middle of night. Right. And he started screaming, fucking screaming. And he's doing this. Oh, God. Grabbing at the air. Oh, God. Right? And then one of us. Uh, one of the older, um, like the leaders woke him up and he's just screaming his fucking head off. Yeah. And he's like, what happened? What happened? What's going on? And he's crying and stuff. And so what he explained to us when he kind of came to was that a demon came, went into his body, was ripping his spirit out of his chest and he was ripping. So he was trying to grab, he grabbed himself so he wouldn't be dragged. And the demon started dragging him to hell. And so he was trying to grab himself. And the demon was like looking at him laughing. Ah! And so what, what he was doing was he was just trying to grab him. And then when he woke up, dog, that freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. It, hap- it always happened at religious retreats. I was going to ask, was that a Christian camp? It was at a Christian camp type of thing. Hmm. And there was another kid, that same fucking retreat. His name was Howard. This little chubby kid, Howard, wakes up in the middle of the night. We're sleeping. Gets up and his eyes are open, not blinking. And he's staring at me. Oh, God. Like this. And I'm like, Howard, what are you doing? Because I couldn't sleep. Yeah. And he just kept staring at me going, started mumbling like that. I freaked the fuck out. So one of my church leaders, Hans, he wakes up, he hears it. He goes, what the hell? And he starts praying over the kid. And he starts closing his eyes and he falls back asleep. What? Dog. And so he was like, he was like demon possessed. I shit fucking wrecked my ass. That shit stuck with me. And I remember uh, one of the pastors told me this shit. And he should have never told me this. Because he goes, (laughs) he goes, God, like Satan will always attack those who are closer to God so he could pull you away from them. Oh, yeah, and I was like, this is where I'm going to sin. Because <laughs> Satan don't want to fuck. He already got me, dude. <laughs> and I've never been demon possessed. Uh, yeah. I'm um, not going to lie. You know, like we've both really kind of been involved in the church growing up. And um, some some things we've kept with us. Some things were kind of like, oh, it's a little silly. But one thing I never fucked with, man, is when my pastor told me, look, look. When you play with Ouija boards and shit like mm-hmm. that, you're opening the door to the devil or demons. You're opening them up to like them to come follow you, follow you, right? And like, so I don't fuck with any of that shit, bro. Like, well, not Ouija boards anyway. It's like, you know, tarot cards and all that. I feel like that's different. Like, I'll get a little card reading for funsies. But Ouija boards, man, or like a fucking, I don't know, going to a, someone hit me up one time, Thrillist. One of the dudes that used to work at Thrillist, he had a show he was going to do with me. He proposed. He was like, how you feel about this, Tim? We take you to all the most haunted hotels in the United States. Mm. Let me tell you something. We would be doing night. this podcast right now if you did that. <laughs> Those things follow you, fool. <laughs> I don't think so. I told him immediately. I was like, Justin, there's no fucking way I 
will not do this. I will. No, thank you, bro. Keep that shit away from me. Mm-hmm. You do it, motherfucker. Let's see what happens to you, dog. Yeah, bitch. That's fucking crazy. I don't. I don't. I don't like fucking with any of that type of stuff. There's so many things in this world that we don't know. We don't mm-hmm. have a grasp on, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd rather not be the person that pokes that shit, mm-hmm. right? Because we see all this stuff that happens. We hear stories. And like, listen, I've literally saw this guy get prayed over mumbling <laughs> like demon shit. And I don't I don't really fuck with any of that stuff, whether or not you're like, well, you're being ridiculous. It's not lo- rooted in logic. I don't give a fuck. You fuck with it then, dude. Mm-hmm. You spirits f- aren't rooted in logic. Yeah. You ever uh, speak in tongues? No, but I'll tell you this funny ass story about Mariel, though. Oh, please do. So Mariel is literally Mariel's my wife, right? My lovely <sighs> fucking wife. She does some things that are so inherently funny. She doesn't know it's fucking hilarious. Like she told me this story where her mom wanted her to be uh, possessed by the Holy Spirit, right? And that's essentially what happens when you speak tongue. The Holy Spirit comes into you and it's God speaking through you. It's like, Mm -hmm. and there have been, if you guys look it up, people who speak in tongues where they've recorded this like human being speaking like 40 different languages. Mm. Like how? Don't fucking know how, Mm -hmm. right? So Mariel's mom goes, if you speak in tongues, I'll give you money. This bitch was started going like right on the spot, you know, uh, yes. which is so fucking ridiculous. My mom used to speak in tongues and I knew for a fact this woman wasn't doing it because I remember as a kid, like they would do it all in a circle inside of our living room after they have service and everything else because mm. my dad's a pastor. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they were just sitting there and just try speaking in tongues. I saw my mom do this once. She went, Oh my God. I was like, mom, you ain't doing shit. You lying ass motherfucker. Hilarious. Because it's, it's supposed to be a gift. Right. Right? Not something you do to show off. Yeah, it's just a weird, like, I don't know if it's real or not, but the, you know, when I when I read about the person who was recorded, who was speaking like, you know, X amount of languages, mm-hmm. that kind of intrigues me a little bit. Right, right, That's right. very odd. Well, imagine this, dog. Imagine being the first person to speak tongues in the church and they like, this motherfucker's possessed by the devil. <laughs> so beating his ass. <laughs> no, we've had some weird, like I've talked about it with uh, Ed, because he's, you know, he grew up in a Korean church too. Mm. Korean churches are very interesting because, and I'm sure that's for any type of church, but like culture mixes in with your religion a lot. Mm. I remember this one church I used to go to and it was like, so I would spend the night at my friend's house and apparently I, sometimes I would go to his church, right? Okay. If it's on a Saturday, as long as I was going to church, it was all good. Mm-hmm. I remember we they had like the adult and youth service together. Mm. So I don't know what the fuck was happening this day, but they were having some church drama. <laughs> and I know this, there's these two brothers at the church that are, they were fucking roid heads. Okay. Like they, they, they were on their rugby team. They were jacked out of their fucking mind and they had such Korean rage. It was unreal. Mm. I know this guy because I'm bigger than him, but I'm like 14 and we used to play something called Turkey Bowl where we would play football, okay. fly football and shit. Mm. I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. This guy's fucking like 19 years old. Oh God. I graduated high school. He hits me so fucking hard. <laughs> flag football, mind you. I'm 14. <laughs> I just went from junior high to high school. Hits, You're not supposed to hit people in flag football? That's what I'm saying. Hits me. <laughs> he hits me so hard. I remember flying in the air and having enough time to think like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? This guy... At the middle of the church, the pastor, for some reason, goes up. He goes, I know that we have been having a lot of problems in this church. If you have anything to say to me, say it in front of the congregation. Mm. So these two, these two guys' dad goes up, and he starts cursing the pastor out in front of the church. Like, like in Korean, like, you are a fucking sinner, blah, blah, blah. You're a piece of shit. They start yelling at each other. The two brothers come up, and they knock out the pastor. What? 
fucking deck the pastor, oh, knock shit. him out. I was shook. Yeah. I'm like, dog, what the fuck is happening? You're going to hell. They're straight up going to fucking <laughs> hell, dog. And it's weird because now when I saw the dad, re I'm like, now I know why you two are the way that you are. Yeah. Your fucking dad's a maniac, man. You know what you just reminded me of? What? I don't, I don't think I've ever told this story. Um, it's not really a story, but something that happened way back. You know, so I've been vlogging my life for, I want to say, like, 12 12 years. And just to say, this guy has been vlogging since before vlogging was popular. I mean, I was definitely there in, in the on in the beginning stages of For real? Probably Shay Carl first, and I saw Shay Carl do it. I was like, let me try this shit, you know? Who's Shay Carl? Shay Carl is, like, one of the first, like, family vloggers. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been on YouTube for, like, uh, what, what year is this? 2023? 2006. Ooh, it's my 17th year on YouTube. Wow. It's September will be 17 years on YouTube, and then I think I've been vlogging for 12 years, Okay. Cause I was uh, That's amazing So You know You're always trying to find The fun moment That you can put as your thumbnail Or whatever right mm -hmm. And I remember being at some event And these two Korean girls Kissed on camera And I was like Oh shit Hot right <laughs> Oh so Hot huh Oh so Hot So sexy huh So North Korea South Korea Connect huh DBZ DBZ DMG Oh, uh, uh, that uh, DP, huh? <laughs> DP, it's a double <laughs> penetration. <laughs> aluminum boil. <laughs> oh, aluminum boil sex, huh? <laughs> so I put that as my, my, my vlog thumbnail. Um, one of their dads messaged, emailed me, and I think he was a pastor. And he's like, hey, um, my daughter did this in your video. Um, you know, it's super inappropriate. Like I'm a pastor. Can you like take this down? And if this was now, I would have been like, of course I would have edited it out. Right. But for some reason back then I was like, sorry, no, I'm not going to, <laughs> I let it, I just left it. And I don't know what he did, how he reported it or whatever, but it ended up getting taken down as like, just whatever. Like it, the video got removed somehow, mm. um, the way he complained about it. And, uh, and I, th I just think back on it now. I'm like, Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think at the time for us, because it's like when we're young, we don't really think about other people as much. Mm. You know what I mean? We're thinking like, oh, that was on your daughter. Right, she was exactly. okay with doing it. Yeah. So what are you to say that? Yeah. Right. Like this is my art, bro. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Picasso. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Try to hold my paintbrush. Try to control my creativity. Yeah. <laughs> creativity that you sipping on. <laughs> holding back. Holding back the creative juices. That says the main Jew, Jesus. Or Jesus. Jesus. Thunderbolts, lightning. Enlightening me <laughs> to the church of Koreans, core like apples. Adam and Eve. Whoa. The lady who ate the fruit from the tree. Ooh. First sin. Sin. Sin bad. 
Comedian. <laughs> ha ha, make me laugh from the belly, the womb in which my child was born. I am scorn. Whoa, no epidural. Scream, scream. Scream for in theaters this year. <laughs> Starring Jenny Ortega. Sega. <laughs> Oh, that is fantastic. Ah, shit. Oh, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about <laughs> Christianity, uh, youth pastors, Gregorians. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we, you know, <laughs> you know, when you're young, you, you know, you don't really think yeah. empathetically as much. You're only thinking about yourself. And even then, as I feel like as a young person, we probably weren't even we couldn't even think that we're thinking about ourselves. We're thinking like, who is this person to step and tell me what to do with my yeah, shit? Totally. When really it's like, oh, you know, he's a pastor. It reflects poor on him. Yeah. I should probably take this down. Now I would have completely been like all good. Yeah, for sure. No problem. I'll take it down. I, I, I used to do this thing where. Even before like Casim G and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I used yeah. to go to like uh, Comic Con and shit and mm. just fuck around. I used to just go to the beach and just make jokes like that. Mm. And it became a thing later on. Let me see, I was a trendsetter, right? <laughs> I only did that because it was easy content. Mm -hmm. And I, th I had no shame, so I didn't really give a fuck. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but there was this girl, she was dressed up as Poison Ivy. Mm. And then I had a picture of her ass and I told her I'd leave my imaginary wife for her. Mm -hmm. And that shit got taken down for inappropriate stuff. And that girl messaged me. She goes, why'd you take the video down? Mm. I was like, I didn't take it down. Like, this, somebody reported it. Really? And she was like, oh, that was, that was really funny. Like, it happened to me a lot, though. What the heck? It's like, if she wasn't complaining about it, she thought it was fucking funny. And plus, like, I, I like, tagged her, too. Yeah. So I think she liked it, you know? Does your content get demonetized a lot? Uh, not so much anymore. Mm. But, dude, that period of, you know, when Logan Paul did the forest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was almost three, four years. Almost every one of my videos got demonetized. Mm -hmm. It was pretty fucking bad. And ever since then, they've gotten a lot better at it. Now yeah. they're like, okay, this amount of cursing, if it's in the first 10 minutes of the video, yeah. then it's going to be demonetized, maybe. So Yeah, I get that. Um, You know, so those of y'all who don't know, when you upload a video and you're trying to monetize it, you'll get like a, a red, a yellow, or a green little dollar sign. Um, green means you're good to go. You get all the money from it. Uh, ads are good. Yellow means... Probably not going to hit as many. Um, Way less advertising dollars. Yeah. And then red is like, no, you're demonetized. Nothing. Uh, my shit kind of hits yellow a lot. Uh, more times than not, I, I get that yellow. Um, I think I'm just kind of just in the system as like a naughty channel. You know what I'm saying? I, I've definitely had that for quite a while. So now it's, it hasn't been so bad since I switched over to podcasting. Mm -hmm. But if it was my regular content, I mean, it's going to happen because I can't stop cursing. Like, it's, it's like my worst quality that yeah, I love. I don't want to bleep. I don't want to censor that shit. Um, I started censoring just in the first few minutes, mm -hmm. and it helps. And then after that, it's fine. You know what I have been doing, though? Since my vlog channel has kind of morphed into a family channel, I will bleep some of the fucks and shits sometimes. Yeah. Especially when I feel like now a lot of people will tune in to see, like, family time, me and Veda playing. I realize it's a little jarring to see me playing with Veda one second and me being like, yo, what the fuck is good? You know what I'm saying? So, because they'll, they'll, you know, as people have tagged me on Instagram, I see that, oh, a lot of babies like to watch Veda. Yeah. And okay, I get it. See, that's the different version of you now. Because before it's like, who's you baby trying to fuck with my art? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, tell your little bitch ass baby to man up, bro. I don't, don't fuck. I ain't gonna stop. This is the real world, yeah. homie. Sucking on titties all day. I wish I was you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, you know, times have changed. Like, like I said, bro, fucking 17 years. September, it'll be my 17th year on YouTube. How's about wow, that? Wow, man. Three more years and it's 20 years on YouTube. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. My old high school, Paramount High, hit me up recently to... Uh, they're like, you know, we're really trying, like, school spirit's kind of low. We have a talent show coming up. Um, oh, God. <laughs> they're like, would you be down to, as, like, alumni to come guest host? No, get not host, but, like, guest judge. I'm like, all I got to do is judge. All right, I'll pull up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me pop in. You it's know like, and make sure that I have at least one spoken word on there. <laughs> I hope. If somebody does that, I would die. At Paramount High? Probably not. Que onda, wey? <laughs> this is the way. Where you from, vato? You got five toes now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard as, as a second language. Well, hey, 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 hey. What's up, Chino? Would you like a cappuccino? Oh. From... Starbucks making bucks. Venti grande. What size are your eyes? <laughs> they look poquito to me. Poquito. <laughs> Spicy pepino. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys. Well, guys. That wraps up this episode of Dudes Behinde Tihe Foads. What do you want for your birthday, David? So I have everything that I need and more, to be honest with you. And if I were to be honest, I'm actually a very, 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 very happy guy. So it's hard to say, man. It's hard to even celebrate my birthday because life is pretty damn good. There's a lot of bad things that happen. But in general, I have achieved more in my life than I ever thought I would. Mm. So it's like everything's a bonus in my life right now. That's beautiful, man. So I'm, I'm good. Count your blessings, everybody, because they are all around you, and sometimes you don't even notice how good you got it until you take a second to soak it all in, all right? Beep, bop, boom! Beep, bag, boom! <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.